Hey guys, and welcome to Tea Time with Ellie, Aya, Lakshmi, and Lumi. A podcast where we don't always drink tea, but we definitely spill it. Okay, welcome to episode one of Tea Time. This is our first official Spotify episode. Whoop whoop. Woo-woo. <laughs> oh my god, when you played that back, when you played that back, we said woo-woo at the same time. <laughs> Why did you just go British? Why did you go British? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I really hope no one would notice. <laughs> Lashmi. It's because she was speaking to me. She wanted me to understand better. <laughs> I was about to say she's stepping in your territory. Speaking of Ellie's territory, let's drink tea. Oh, yes. So today, we're going to try drink a different beverage each episode. Today, we're drinking green tea, my favorite. I, I like to inject it into my veins. Inject it into your yes. veins. <laughs> you guys, we don't support intravenous... Into injection. <laughs> Subcutaneous, intravenous, all of them. No. <laughs> Lakshmi isn't joining us today, though. <laughs> because the green tea, when you guys have chai tea, like Indian chai Oh, my tea, God. I will I was, join you. I was going to bring this up. I'm pretty sure it's incorrect to say chai tea. Do, yeah, it is redundant to say chai tea. It's just chai, but... How can you correct on Indian on how to say Indian tea? <laughs> no, guy. no, no, no. I appreciate Lumi saying that because we only call it chai, but no one understands it when I say chai. So I say chai tea. <laughs> the best tea I've ever had, hands down, is Pranita's mom's chai shout out to her like have you ever drank a cup of tea and you felt otherworldly like i was teleported not even to a childhood memory or anything i was just gone (laughs) i think i drank too much tea so can we should we drink our cups now we're drinking tea there has to be some asmr in this podcast let's go do you want to hear my gulp i can gulp really loud ready my sister has this thing (laughs) My little sister doesn't know how to drink water without gulping. Because when she was younger, I used to like gulp in front of her. Because <laughs> she... Are you stupid? I'm no, sure that's how people no. swallow. I swear. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I swear that's how people swallow. So when she was younger, I used to like gulp drinks very hard because the sound used to make her chuckle. She would go off. It was the cutest thing. So now every single time she drinks oh, like a beverage, oh. she exaggerates the gulp and that's just her natural drinking now. So she'll be sitting on the dining table and be going... <laughs> 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 it's the most entertaining thing. So in conclusion, I give the tea a 2 out of 10. That you're rude and disrespectful. It's flavored water. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> okay, no. Lakshmi, I don't understand your gripe with flavored tea. Peppermint tea, one, is so healthy for you. I was watching a whole video on it yesterday. Like, it's just good That's for your thing. body function. All Like, some of these flavored teas have specific, what they call, like, chemicals that are released in your body when you drink them. I only drink green tea when I'm feeling bad about myself. Like, I would have eaten the whole dining table and I'm like, let me wash it off with some green yes. tea. <laughs> just, to, just to clear, just to help my digestion. To help my digestion. But that's what, like, I drink green tea, like, almost every morning and every evening because it's like, I've eaten breakfast, green tea to help digest it. Like, before I go to get bed, green tea to help me sleep well. Like, it's the, I feel like it's the remedy for everything and it's almost all water with just, like, the the added flavoring to the water adds so much nutrients and good things for your body. Seeing as we're rambling so much about tea, should we transition into our question for today? Our question for today 
is what is the meaning of life? Life, 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 life. <laughs> I think it's like very ironic that we're talking about the meaning of life as the world is lowest key imploding around us. Oh my god, honestly. Yeah. For me, kind of just to jump on top of what Lumi said, um, with now with everything going on and so many lives being lost, it's less what is the meaning of life, but rather what is the meaning of a single life. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, Pastor oh, Aya. That was poetry. <laughs> Because right now, I think that with so much death going around us, we've become kind of numb to death, where it becomes, it's more of a number, and we forget what is the meaning of literally one, one life. single life. Mm-hmm. Like, they're telling you how many people are dying in this place, how many people are dying in this place. And to you, it's just another graphic, like, we're thinking of it mathematically. Yeah. But it's not, like, for me, especially with what's going on, it's not until you lose someone that you know actually, like... All these people are dying. These are like, these are brothers, sisters, cousins. Yeah. Fa- these are families, yeah. you know? Exactly. They're not just numbers. They're not just graphics. So when somebody says, what is the meaning of life? When we're saying so and so many people are dying or when we choose to sacrifice. So who are we, like, especially when we go to war, when we do all this stuff, who are we to determine the meaning of life or say our life is worth more than others? So this life can be sacrificed, this life can't. But in talking about the meaning of life, are we then associating a value to each individual's life? Um, so I was talking to my cousin today actually about this exact question. So he was kind of telling me that there is no meaning to life, that we associate meaning to life. So we were, what yeah. we were doing is we were actually sitting, we were sitting like on a grass plane and he was picking out the grass and he's like, right now, I'm, I'm killing the grass as I'm picking it out. Yeah. But to me, I decide that my life is more me- more meaningful than the, the grass. When yeah. rather the tree above me is just as meaningful. I'm just as meaningful. But as humans, we have deemed ourselves on top of like the hierarchy of needs kind of. Where we have given ourselves more meaning. When rather if life is only meaningful when because we put meaning to it. My mom is only meaningful yeah. because I have given her value. I've given her value in my life. What is the difference between my mom and a stranger? Aren't their lives just as meaningful? No, but I think that's super... I think that's really interesting, though, to, to think about. Like, how you were saying before, um, right now we're seeing statistics of the amount of lives lost, and there are people still going out into the into public civilization and, like, not wearing masks mm-hmm. and all of that stuff because they, they think, like, oh, it, it won't affect mm-hmm. me. But that's the thing that I always yeah. keep going back to. It's that... That's when empathy is so important to actually think about how someone else might be suffering and someone else's family might actually be losing someone that they care about. Because that's like, I understand, I think it's that they're not giving value to the other person or the people who are suffering and like what what their loss could mean to the people that they that care about them. So I think that's super interesting because it's like if we do see it as like, um, say that it's the people that we care about and it's the people that that really have hold value to who to us that they're meaningful and that's what makes life meaningful mm-hmm. but i also think that it's the people surrounding us like everywhere that's what makes life i don't know i don't know if it's meaningful i think it's like substantial it's like without everyone in the world life would not be the same you know i do think though like it's it's when i'm kind of feeling like 
I don't know, disassociated from other people or, mm-hmm. and I'm out in public or surrounded by other people, I like to think about, like, what type of life is this person living? Like, yeah. who might they mm-hmm. be going home to tonight? Like, what's their job? Like, and just kind of remind myself that each individual person around me, like, if you're, like, in the supermarket, for example, each individual person in there has their own family yes. and their own life and their own stories to tell. Yeah. And it's just kind of... Because I feel like people have a habit of getting so caught up in themselves yeah. and their friends and their family that they forget, like, it's not everything is all about them. There mm-hmm. are people who have all this other stuff in their lives. Like you were saying, every every life is just as substantial as others. So I feel like it's important to just put yourself in other people's shoes sometimes and not even in the, like, what is this person going through type of thing, but just to remind yourself that there are other people on the planet mm-hmm. and they are having lives that just as much is going on in their life as is going on as yours as is going on in yours like you said i don't know if it's necessarily putting some yourself in someone else's shoes but it's just literally trying to imagine that they have a they have some things that they might be going through or they might be having a hard time like for example do you guys remember one of our english teachers once told us about the story where she went and uh, she saw a mother with her child that was crying in a supermarket mm-hmm. and then she, yeah, and then no one this. was help yeah and then she was like no one was helping her no one was saying anything to her and i think either she did or someone else or i don't know but someone went up to her and was like you're gonna be okay like you're doing a good job no one's or we're not judging you for having a child that's crying mm-hmm. and i think that yes it's a very small thing but it could hold a lot of meaning to someone's life. I think it's so interesting the angle that we've kind of taken with this question. Because for me, when I think yeah. of the, when I think of the question, like what is the meaning of life, I'm thinking more in the sense of why are we here on this earth. Which, looking mm-hmm. at it from that sense, mm-hmm. I would have to disagree with Aya's cousin because saying that there's no meaning to life w- signifies that our purpose on this earth is meaningless and therefore our actions have Mm -hmm. no consequences. Our lives have no consequences. So we can all just like come out here and do whatever the hell we want and just like live our Mm -hmm. lives and have a good time and break the laws and just like, you know, and it has no meaning. So therefore screw it, do whatever you want, which is why I definitely think that life does have meaning. And, (laughs) um, and it's kind of like what you want to make of it. Yeah, I completely disagree. Um, <laughs> I believe, I I think that like, okay, let me give some background. Like about a year ago, I was feeling super down and kind of like, life has no meaning. Like, what am I doing here? What's my purpose? Everything like that. But then I was exploring YouTube and I found this thing, like this idea called nihilism, which is basically like life has no meaning. And then I found this video on optimistic nihilism, which basically states like because life has no meaning and life is like life is meaningless, then it's up to you to create your own meaning and own mm-hmm. purpose for your own life. And that's what I agree. And I, I definitely I don't think that by saying life has no meaning is implying that whatever you do doesn't have consequences because it definitely does. But that's also because we as humans have put in place laws and consequences and Mm -hmm. you break those laws and rules and like you know we live by a system of money and and everything Mm -hmm. but um yeah no I think that life has no meaning and while that is quite depressing I think that the good side of that is that because life has no meaning 
kind of YOLO, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just do, do what you can choose what you want to do with your life. And you like, you have the control over it and it's up to you. Like, there's no purpose for you being here. Like people are going to eventually forget about you. Like you're going to die. And after a few generations, like your future grandkids and their daughters, whatever, they're going to stop talking about you. So, oh, see, that's where I'm going <clears> to, <throat> no, I'm going to have to disagree, especially with that whole like grandparents thing. <laughs> like, no, I definitely understand what you mean, especially for somebody who's not spiritual or believes in something bigger, I guess. Um, it might be easy to be like, yes, life is meaningless. And so like, yeah, YOLO. And I think that we are in charge of our destinies to some extent. Um, mm-hmm. But saying that you are going to be forgotten. My personal belief is that I am on this earth to make to make it like to have an impact and to be remembered, mm-hmm. like to be remembered for something significant. That is my own personal life goal. And I was even talking to you guys about it a few weeks ago about my gra- my great grandfather who yeah, we so we randomly just yeah. found this Google article on him. He was one of the first like he was the first person in Nigeria to have a PhD. And like this is a man who maybe I've talked about like twice in my life. His wife died the year I was born. So I didn't know her. I didn't know him, though my older sisters did. And so just like seeing that on Google one day and being like, this man is connected to me by blood. And he was this amazing man. Like if I go to where he used to live now and say like, this was my great grandfather, people would be like, ah, Baba, like this, this, like, <laughs> that's all, you know, <laughs> that Nigerian camaraderie. Like cl- clap and by so association. I didn't know him. And so for me, like he had no quote unquote meaning, but then a meaning was like brought into my life, if that makes any sense. But then I kind of want to talk about that, the idea of faith that Lumi brought into question. It's kind of like, are you put on earth to fulfill a certain destiny? Like Lumi said, or like Ellie, where it's like, you're just, you're kind of like a a person in a game, right? And you assign your own meaning. Like (laughs) you pick your character. because Choose the your is, character. realistically, like, <laughs> like, 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 I kind of agree to a certain extent what my cousin said that like nothing has meaning unless you assign meaning to it. Sure. So if mm-hmm. you want your life can be meaningless. There's nobody harassing you to go and make an impact on the world. You can live, eat, sleep, work, die. <laughs> you know. Like, yes. Like if you want, or or you can go on and live whatever you want. But is there a destiny like Mulan? Is there something written in <laughs> like <you> Mulan? <laughs> Like, do you guys believe that something is written in stone for us to fulfill? I saw this question once where it was kind of like, uh, can something like, what makes you different? Like, what did, why did you do this and why, what made you different, right? Just about a project. Like, for me, making an impact is not necessarily something that I can be remembered by, but it's that I was telling Aya this, and this also goes back to that idea of, like, uh, the idea of, like, the, the meaning of everyone's life, if that makes sense, individual people's life. Because it was, like, for me affecting one person's life and being able to help that one person you're already making a change like i know it's not a huge Mm -hmm. significant like you didn't help like millions of people or whatever but you've helped someone either better their life or do something that can make it better and i think that i think that in itself it gives meaning to something that you're doing you know and that's like my like for me that's my something that i've been able Mm -hmm. to learn over the years is that being able to help even one person, seeing how much it impacts their life, 
that, 100%. That gives me yeah. that gives me a drive to continue to even just help individuals if that makes sense. And you know why I really like that is because I think a lot of the time it's lost on people our age. Yes, the fact yes. that 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 like phrase making an impact, people's minds automatically mm-hmm. go to like curing world hunger, stop exactly. like stopping poverty yeah. on a global scale. It reminds me of something one of our teachers used to say. Like, sometimes you have to go from global and make it local. Like, your focus doesn't have to be the entire world. Sometimes it really is just changing that one person's life. Or not even changing, but positively impacting. Mm -hmm. And that's enough sometimes. Because at the same time, that's who's praised, you know? Like, what is the difference between me and Bill Gates? Were we not born the same? Wait. <laughs> We're, you know, we can Are you a 60-plus-year-old white man? <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, he created something that changed billions of people as opposed to, let's say I changed a single person. And I think that's why, like, that's, that's where we give meaning to people like that. People who are famous or rich or create something. Aya, would you go to Bill Gates' funeral and be like, this man was... He just... He, no, because I have a sub song. <laughs> I won't go. I, uh, do, I feel like you, you don't know who Bill Gates is. Yeah, I don't think you know who Bill Gates <laughs> is. Why, is, that, is he the Facebook? He's the iPhone guy, no? <laughs> no, honey, 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 honey. We don't have to talk about it anymore. I mean, I guess what I meant by maybe like the thing that I said about not being remembered isn't entirely accurate. But I just think that it's it's less like you won't have an impact and you won't like be remembered and like people aren't going to talk about you after you're gone but it's more just you being here doesn't particularly like you being on earth doesn't particularly serve any purpose but you can serve a purpose if you choose to so like I think Aya said um you can just like go to school go to work like and then die And then that can be it. And, like, you might not particularly have any huge impact on anybody's life or, like, do anything significant with your own life. Or if you choose to, you can, like, aim to end world hunger or whatever. But the point is the option is yours. Mm -hmm. Like, life has no meaning. Therefore, you get to choose what you want to do with Mm -hmm. it. Um, And, yeah, that's basically... So I don't think that life has meaning, but I think that that's a good thing, to be honest. I feel like at the foundation, we're all saying the same thing, kind of that idea of you make what you want of it. But it's just that we're getting stuck on the meaning or no meaning argument. There's this one book that Ellie actually recommended to me. um, Yeah. Called uh, We Are the Ants. It it really gave me a perspective. My Ellie's freaking out right now, but (laughs) go on, you can explain it. (laughs) Yeah, so there's this boy who kind of has like... He doesn't believe that life has any particular meaning and he's just generally a bit like down. And then one day he gets abducted by aliens and <laughs> they say that the world is going to end and but you can press this button if you want to stop it. And so the normal person would probably press the button to save the world, but he's mm-hmm. like do I even want to save the world? Like what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like what purpose do I have on this earth? What like what is the earth doing mm-hmm. that's good? Yeah. Does it deserve to be saved? Mm-hmm. And so the whole book is just him trying to decide whether he wants to press this button or not. Yeah, and it's so beautiful because it's that you really do see both sides of the situation, like how we're talking about it, right? That idea of life has no meaning and uh, all the world, the humans are, are, are already destroying the world so much that 
how can how can it be saved kind mm-hmm. of that idea right and i think that is so prevalent especially now it's kind of that that idea of losing hope in civilization is very easy now and i think i have privilege in saying that because i'm not directly facing these kind of things but so reading the book and reading how not to i'm not going to spoil anything but um <laughs> just reading his exploration of both sides of the argument and how and seeing the beauty in life as well i think that it really did open my eyes because there is beauty i think in and i think that's what gives hope in order to fight and and overcome a lot of struggles that people go through yeah. do you guys want to give the full name and like author of the book just in case anyone wants to check it yes. out yes mm-hmm. it is called we are the ants by sean david hutchinson I was actually kind of waiting for someone to bring up that whole environmentalist aspect because if you remember right at the start of quarantine when a lot of, I don't even know who, I guess like people, let's go with people, (laughs) were posting pictures of the ecosystems around them and like the water, even here in Lagos where like the dolphins came through and they haven't come through in years because of the amount of trash in the water. Um... But yeah, so that us being at home and not being out in the in the world let all these other animals that we share the earth with flourish. So what do you think of it in that sense? Kind of um, like there's so much destruction that we have caused. Has that lessened the meaning of our lives? Yeah, no, I think it's kind of like I don't like particularly agree with that. I just think it's it's our way of living isn't sustainable for the planet as a yeah. whole. Like, that doesn't mean that humans, like, we're not all terrible as a species. (laughs) Like, we don't have to, like, go back to living like cavemen and, like, and stuff like that. It's kind of like a wake-up call. Like, there's a lot of things about the way that we're living that we can make a lot of changes. 100%. That will be more beneficial for the environment and, like, the animals around us and stuff. It's not necessarily humans Mm -hmm. are bad. It's just the way that we're currently living isn't good for the earth. But that means, like, we should change it. On the same note that Ellie said, there are still certain things that we owe to people around us. So even though your your the meaning of your life is individual and, and mm-hmm. unique to you, you still owe something to people around you. And that's why we have yeah. laws. That's why we still have society. That really ties it together, I think, really, because as we've said a lot um, over the course of this conversation, society the people like those quotes of the of the greater greater people you know and as much as we can refer to them as third parties we are a part of the world that is how our world operates and so we have to live according to the we are part of that society we have to live according to the rules of it yeah and i also think going off that as well not going with what every the society always thinks and like kind of encourages if that makes sense yeah it's kind of stepping away from those norms that's what actually initiates change in some aspect you don't have to go directly against society but being able to be innovative having new things come out that's what makes that change you know it's not even to have that kind of like hero complex like let me go save the world or whatever but it's that it's that let me actually try and make something out of the life that i was given you know and it's also just about like being a decent human being like you can choose what to do with your life and you give your life a purpose but you need to be aware that everybody else around you has their own individual lives as well and Mm -hmm. your actions are going to impact them so 
you can do what you want, but also yeah. just be very aware of the people yeah. around you and just their life has meaning as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess with what Elise said to kind of wrap it up, a question for you guys is if you had the choice to press the red button, would you or would you not save the world? I would press the button. Me but too. I feel like after this discussion <laughs> we cannot all mutually agree to that we that Earth it deserves to continue. I would press the button. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so that was great job, guys. I think we kind of banged it out for our first episode. I want to pat myself on the back. Pat, pat through the screen. Pat, pat. Cheers. Cheers to you. <laughs> I was just going to say, for those listening, wow, these past four months have been have been a lot for a lot of people around the world and we on tea time just want you all to remember that Mm -hmm. it's important to take a few minutes every day every week just to think of something other than corona Mm -hmm. or the crisis happening in your country or something that might even have happened in your personal life sometimes you really just need to get on a Mm -hmm. call with some friends and just talk about absolute nonsense or watch a few shows that make you happy just do something that you wholeheartedly enjoy some great recommendations for shows like that. Uh, Kim's Convenience or One Day at a Time. Kim's Convenience is a number one. Comedy. <laughs> and remember yeah. that not all your conversations have to be centered around what's happening in the world. Try and look for mm-hmm. different conversation starters mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to like, how are you or how is quarantine yep. in your country? Ask your friends what the meaning of life is, you know? If we're spilling our secrets right now, tea time is just the four of us on a call but we just press the record. We just press record. <laughs> That's it. It's really, we're just recording a phone yeah. call. It's a therapy session. <laughs> just going back to what we said mm-hmm. before as well, like don't forget about the beauty of the world and like the good things that happen too. And I will always advocate for staying educated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that too. And kind of on speaking of bad things, as much as we want to take our mind off it, uh, we do have to be conscious of what's going on in the world. And for those of you who know or don't know, Um, A few days ago, Lebanon uh, experienced a really big explosion. Um, Thankfully, I was in Lebanon, but um, we're safe, we're fine. But a lot of people, unfortunately, aren't as lucky. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people lost their lives, lost their families. And it was a big tragedy. And today, um, August 5th, is a day of mourning for Lebanon. so just remember to check on your friends. Mm-hmm. And if you can, Lakshmi's going to list a few resources. If you can donate, if you can share. Um, yeah, let's try and help each other today. Let's uplift each other. Uh, if you know anyone who's from Lebanon, in Lebanon, or is Lebanese, yeah. um, just send them a quick message because we need as much hope as we can get. Yes, guys, as Aya said, we're going to be listing the organizations in order from domestic workers aid, uh, food relief, food aid, elders, and marginalized communities aid in the description. So check those accounts out so you can donate to them and support them. Thanks for listening to our first episode of Tea Time. See you when we see you.